Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, lolly, lolly. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is uh, 98.3 across Colac FM when it's working, yeah. <laughs> 88.7 FM along the coast, and you might be tuning in on the stream or maybe listening back to the podcast. Welcome, Max. How's it going? Yeah, good. Pretty good. Yeah. You're uh, still all here in one piece. Uh-huh. Didn't get blown away by the wild weather we had the other day? No. Uh, did you sleep through it or did it wake you up? I slept through most of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was awoken a bit before six o'clock by the sound of my bin going clunk <laughs> down the road. So I had to go for a bit of a run to uh, catch it. <laughs> but uh, everything else, all I, I had a tree down in the front yard, but uh-huh. other than that, no major damage. How about yourself? Um, we had a basketball hoop. In our backyard from three doors down. Oh, so it wasn't even yours? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard of uh, trampolines going for a bit of a roll into other people's paddocks and all sorts of shenanigans. Lots of trees down. So uh, we'll give a big shout out because the the SES worked a solid 24 hours round the clock. Yeah. uh, As did PowerCore getting everything back up and running again. Um, Your school would have been without power? Uh, for half of the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were as well. And uh, we had all these parents saying, oh, no, is school cancelled? There's no power. I'm like, you can read and write without <laughs> needing power. Yeah. A lot of those things were invented before electricity. Uh-huh. So uh, we survived. Yeah. But strangely, though, the canteen couldn't uh, open <laughs> for canteen day. Something about needing power to cook food. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, hopefully all that is behind us now, and uh, we're going to rock into, well, special day today, Halloween. Are you a Halloween fan? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's uh, probably uh, more exciting for me than Christmas sometimes. <laughs> I've always been a huge fan of Halloween. Never got to celebrate it as a kid, though. Yeah. It wasn't as big as it is today uh, when I was growing up, and uh, very odd that uh, this show can actually fall on Halloween this year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, something that I've enjoyed. I've always ins- really loved spooky stuff, TV shows and that sort of thing growing up. Um, but, yeah, Halloween was always... It looked American to me on TV because that seemed to be where all the commercialization of it came. But uh, as we spoke about last year on uh, our special Halloween edition of Afternoon Delight... Um, it's got a Celtic origin. It's all about, uh, some ancient Irish festivals. Mm-hmm. And then the commercialization comes from, uh, the, the American side of things. Yeah. But, uh, are you a trick-or-treater or are you a bit old for that now? Um, we never did trick-or-treating. Yeah. I, uh, 
I've got all my gear set up for tonight. <laughs> we'll see how many people come past. Tricky, of course, with uh, the COVID settings. They can't come and, you know, knock on your door. Yeah. Not that anyone really knocks on my door. I've got a big yard set up with uh, spooky stuff. <laughs> so they'll be coming to the front yard anyway. Yeah. So hopefully get to share some uh, sweet treats with folks as they come past. Yeah. In a COVID-safe manner, of course. <laughs> Uh, let's get this show on the road, though. We've got uh, some fun ahead. Let's find out what's new on the shelf to kick it all off. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 Radio Max, what is new on the shelf this week? It's a different type of milks. Okay, yeah. So last week we had uh, that ridiculous tasting Zupa Duper milk. Yeah. And there's more new milk on the shelf. Uh huh. It's Brown's Dairy Milk. Brown's Dairy. Okay. So they're a, uh, a Western Australian milk company. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit, I've never had Brown's milk before. Neither. They've been around since 1886. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you would have thought. I would have come across them at some stage in my life. Yeah. But uh, but nay, they've got three different flavours that have come out now that are quite unique. It's not your run-of-the-mill chocolate, strawberry, vanilla sort of thing. What's uh, what's on the cards? Um, there's Cinnabon, mm-hmm. Gold, and Caramelised Biscuit. Right. Very different flavours indeed. Uh-huh. So uh, let's... Pop open the carton and see uh, what each of these flavours is going to taste like. So, Cinnabon, I'm assuming, will be a cinnamon-tasting flavour. Are you a cinnamon scroll kind of fan at the best of times? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, gold, I'm assuming, is going to be the similar to caramel or caramelised... Uh, um, chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. And we'll see what uh, the uh, the biscuit flavour is. Even their, um, their the colouring of their cartons is very different to your kind of Big M style. It's more pastel colours. Yeah. So we're starting with the Cine Bun. It's a light blue package. And then the, uh, the flavour says that uh, we should be getting <laughs> a cinnamon taste. Uh-huh. So uh, we'll see how we go with that. Um, brown sugar, unsalted butter, natural flavours, and caramelised sugar. So it's going to be sugary, 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 methinks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll let you have a, uh, a slurp of that. We're looking at 9 grams of sugar per 100 mils. That's thick. Thick? Yeah. Oh, it is. And it's got that Christmas aftertaste to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's tasting very much like um, those cinnamon kind of eggnog drinks that we've had on the show before come Christmas time, which sadly, after today, <laughs> becomes the next big thing on the supermarket shelf. Well, actually, it's already there. A lot of Christmas things have been up since uh, early October. But, uh, yeah, there's a bit of ginger taste to it as well can you get that gingery bite yeah i'm assuming that might be in a cinnamon bun as well 
But yeah, you are right. It's a thicker, creamier consistency of milk to the, I would assume, mass-produced Big M style. Yeah, which good, uh, though. It is very nice. Um, I think it locks in the flavour more. Uh-huh. Like, I know you can't necessarily make milk chewy, <laughs> but it's pretty darn close. That's a that's a good drop. <laughs> so it's marketed just as milk. It's not a milkshake or thick shake, just flavoured milk. Some of the uh, other flavoured milk drinks we've had before, uh, the more you shake them, the thicker they become. Yeah. But these are just flavoured milk, so... Hmm. That's very nice. It's a subtle cinnamon. I think I can taste more of the the gingery um, flavour to it. It's kind of like a a cinnamon gingerbread taste. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you think of it? It was nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Well, uh, we'll move on to uh, round two: the gold milk. Now, I'm assuming that it's not uh, flecks of gold. <laughs> caramel white chocolate. So, again, caramel. Now, I always describe caramel as tasting like sweetened condensed milk. Yeah. Uh, less ingredients in this one. Uh, just the, the milk and milk solids, sugar, cocoa, solids. So, it's got a bit of um, chocolatey taste in the ingredients. And then the colors and flavors are caramel, and that's about it. So we should be getting a caramel-flavoured chocolate milk. Have a sip there. Let me know what you think. Just as thick. Just as thick, yeah. What's the flavour doing for you? Sweet. Yeah. Um, quite different to the cinnamon bun tasted the first one. Uh-huh. It's a very rich caramel taste. There's a lot there. You don't really taste the... Even though it says it's got cocoa in the ingredients, are you getting much of a chocolate taste? No. Just milk and sugar? Yeah. Tastes like um, if caramel was a drink. Like really, really runny caramel. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To me, it just tastes like... Milk with heaps of sugar in it. <laughs> I'm not quite getting... I was expecting more of a... The, the, the sweet and condensed milk taste of kind of a, a... Like, even though there's a caramel flavour there, it's too sweet. Mm. Too sugary. Not quite on the mark for me. But uh, packaging-wise, that's a... Ca- Yellowish gold. Yeah, yellowy gold colour. Kind of caramel yellow, I guess you'd call it. Um, out of the two, which are you preferring? The gold. Mm? Yeah. The extra sugar taste? Uh-huh. I'm not sure I could drink much of that, to be honest. Yeah, you probably couldn't have the whole thing at once. Thing at once, yeah. See, I sometimes could polish off a, a big M carton without much fuss, but this brand's dairy, it's a lot... Um, as you say, a lot thicker, creamier in the taste. And uh, it's almost a whole <laughs> a whole meal in its uh, liquid entirety. Okay, then. Well, uh, one to go. Caramelised biscuit. 
So how are they going to distinguish between gold and caramelised biscuit when one's meant to be caramel biscuit, the other's caramel chocolate, I wonder? Don't know. It's got um, less milk again. So this is a skim milk base. The others have been full cream milk. Um, milk solid sugar, caramel colour, and carrageenan flavour. Are you getting a caramel biscuit taste? Bit of a cinnamon taste. Yeah, it's coming back almost to the the first drink. Uh-huh. You can definitely, like, I'm not not taste the difference, but feel the difference between the skim milk and the full cream. Yeah. This is a lot waterier, <laughs> for yeah. want of a better term. It's almost a dry feeling after you've had a sip. Yeah. Which is bizarre because you've just had a mouthful of milk. <laughs> But flavour-wise, is is it a caramel flavour? No. No, you're right. It's It really does have that kind of lingering cinnamon yeah. dryness in your mouth. And I'm not sure if that's the skim milk or the flavour that's doing that. That's odd. Uh-huh. But is that the... The trickery of biscuit, perhaps. Maybe. Uh, how are you ranking them? Gold, Cinnabon, and the caramelised biscuit. I'm only really switching the two top ones. I think I'm going in the order we drank them. Cinnabon, then caramel, and then this... Uh, I don't know. Is the biscuit better than the gold... No, I'll, I'll stick with the order we, we drank them in. Because um, this one, it's not quite hitting the mark. Yeah. I, I can't really taste caramel biscuit. I can Neither. taste cinnamon, which actually isn't in the drink, which is odd for the ingredients. But uh, Browns, yeah, we'll have to uh, throw the focus on them on an episode one day to uh, explore a little bit further. Thanks for bringing those in. We'll uh, post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. If you've tried them, let us know. What's your thought on the Browns Dairy brand new flavours? We've got uh, three here in the studio that we've tried. Let us know what you think. We'll be back after a short break to check out this week's topic. Time now on Afternoon Delight to take a look at this week's topic, which is Pop Rocks. Mm-hmm. Max, what do you think of when you think of Pop Rocks? Um, popping candy. Popping candy, yeah, yeah, pretty much, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have had a look at some different uh, Pop Rocky sort of things on the show before, but uh, today we're looking at the the one, the only, the, the one that inspired it all. First patented by General Foods Research Chemists back in 1961. That's how uh, how long these have been around. They're owned by Zeta Espacial, and they're basically just sugar with 
a milk sugar coating, like a lactose-based thing, and flavouring. It differs from other hard candies, though, in that pressurised carbon dioxide gas bubbles are embedded inside the lolly. So that's what creates those little popping reactions. As the outer sugar dissolves, it lets the carbon dioxide gas out in your mouth. Uh. So that's where you end up with the pop, pop, poppity, pop, pop. Um, even though the research had been around since 1961, it wasn't out uh, for public consumption until about 1976, and then General Foods withdrew it in 1983, citing its lack of success in the marketplace and its relatively short shelf life. Distribution was initially controlled to ensure freshness, but with increasing popularity, as well as unauthorised redistribution from market to market, uh, Kraft Foods then went on to license Pop Rocks to Zeta Spatial, who have continued manufacturing it um, under Kraft's license. So eventually, Zeta Spatial became the brand's owner and sole manufacturer. So now if you're uh, looking for Pop Rocks, you can only get them with that Pop Rocks name under the Zeta branding. In the rest of the world, uh, Zeta sells them as Peter's Zetas, Whiz Fizz, and Magic Gum. Now, it's not to be confused with the Australian Whiz Fizz, because we know Australian Whiz Fizz is sherbet. That has two Zs, whereas the Zeta Pop Rocks have one in their name. Very confusing for (laughs) for a worldwide market. In 2008, Marvin J. Rudolph, who had led a group assigned to bring Pop Rocks out of the lab and back into the manufacturing plant, uh, wrote a history of Pop Rocks development entitled Pop Rocks, the Inside Story of America's Revolutionary Candy. It was based on different interviews from uh, food technologists, engineers, marketing managers and the like. And he points out that the Turkish company Halex Popping Candy flooded the market in 2000. So you've probably grown up with a lot of popping candy around uh, on the shelves, whereas when I grew up, this would be it. These were the only types of popping candy, because they owned the rights, I guess. Um, Space Dust was possibly the only other um, candy, but that's kind of late 70s, early 80s, um, which we have had on the show again. Uh, These days, you'll Probably not see the um, Pop Rocks packaged on their own much on the shelf unless you go to specialist lolly shops. However, you will find them mixed in with a lot of things. What sort of products can you think of that have Pop Rocks in them? I don't know. The Marvelous Creations? I am. The Cadbury Bar? Um, They have the Jelly Popping Candy Beanies, which have popping candy throughout the chocolate mixed in with jelly beans and t- tiny mini smarty sort of arrangements. Yeah. Um, and then I know there's popping candy versions of Freddo Frogs as well that you can get, often in the fundraising boxes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you can see buy them off the shelf. Um, but Heston Blumenthal, who's a famous British chef for making all sorts of very outlandish creations, has made several desserts that incorporate popping candy. And uh, have you ever seen Heston's cooking shows before or segments and things like that? He um, 
he often incorporates things like dry ice uh, into his cooking that then makes everything kind of smoky and wistful. Sounds cool, but... It's, he's, right. it's like a real-life Willy Wonka. <laughs> you wouldn't be tasting the dry ice. Yeah, no. Nah. But uh, he made things like bacon-flavoured fairy floss, um. for example. <laughs> um, anyway, there's uh, a few urban myths around Pop Rocks. Um, one being that if you drink lemonade and Pop Rocks at the same time, your stomach will explode. Mm. Do you uh, think that that might be a possibility? Maybe. <laughs> it's based on the old volcano experiment that a lot of kids do where baking soda and vinegar are mixed together to create a, a, a fizz, which can produce large volumes of gas. So um, Mythbusters have tested this one out. <laughs> we don't have to. It doesn't work. So uh, there was a false rumour that went around that uh, child actor John Gilchrist had uh, passed away after consuming excess amounts of Pop Rocks and Cola. But uh, no, it does not. Because uh, Adam and Jamie put the rumour to the test by mixing six packs of Pop Rocks and six packs of Cola inside a, a, a fake... So it was a pig stomach, but replicated the... Um, the human stomach. Uh, there was enough hydrochloric acid to simulate the acid inside the human stomach, despite the excess gas being created. So the stomach did grow a little bit, three times its size, didn't blow up, and there was enough time for it to be digested properly. So uh, there's a large amount of kind of sodium that comes out of it. Um, but it does not cause any sort of gastric rupture. You're not going to hurt yourself by uh, trying to explode yourself. Not that we condone any sort of experiments that are going to cause you physical harm. But uh, that is the basic history of Pop Rocks, and uh, we're going to pop some of them to the test after the break with uh, our head-to-head debate. So stick around here on Afternoon Delight, and we'll be back to check out some different flavours right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Okay, Max, time now to go head-to-head with some Pop Rocks. And uh, pretty unassuming packaging. The logo hasn't changed much over the years from what I remember it. Does that look exciting to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you want to describe what we got on the packets? It is a Mm two-pack packet. Yep. Um, There's a red side and a purple side. Red for strawberry and purple for cola. Yes, um, for the straw, well, all around it, there's, like, stars. Yeah. And they've kind of gone with, like, a balloon font that looks like some of the, the balloons being popped. Yeah. In the, in the writing. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a, a tricky head-to-head here. Um, do you want to go strawberry or cola first? Strawberry. Strawberry? Okay. So... 
it really is just like a fine sugary dust. So I'll uh, sprinkle some in your hand there. There we go. Talk us through what you've got. It looks like you've crushed up rice bubbles. Yeah. So it's kind of like the sugar crystal um, arrangement that's left over. But again, it's been cooked and coated so that inside all those little sugar crystals, there's going to be compressed gas that will be let out as you um, consume it. So for full ASMR experience, (laughs) Max, do you want to uh, pop that in your mouth and uh, we'll see if we can hear it through the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, we can hear the carbon dioxide going off there. What's the sensation like? It feels like Little things jumping around on your tongue. Yeah. There's a wonderful video we're going to uh, share on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page of uh, an elderly lady who's uh, trying out Pop Rocks for the very first time. Her, her granddaughter gives them to her, and uh, she just thinks it's marvellous. <laughs> but um, ooh, down the hatch. It... It's kind of like tiny little, not pinpricks, because that would hurt, but you can, yeah, as you say, feel it like jumping around in your mouth, even though they're not moving. Yeah. It's just the the compressed gas coming out. It's just the party that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, flavor-wise, though, what's your thoughts? It's a bit hard because it's they're so small. Yes. But you can taste a little bit of flavor. Yeah, it's not the strongest strawberry flavour, but you can definitely tell that it is strawberry. If I'd um, made you do a blind test, you'd be able to work out that that's not cola. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can, of course, uh, sprinkle these over things, so you could have Pop Rocks on, you know, ice cream or something like that. But uh, for the the short duration of having a fireworks explosion in your mouth... It's an enjoyable experience. Uh Let's try then the cola and see which flavour you prefer better, whether it's the strawberry or the cola. So um, here's some more. Can you tell the difference by sight? No. No, they both look pretty much the same, kind of an orangey tinge to them. Uh Okay. Okay. Take two, so Max is going for a mouthful of uh, cola-flavoured Pop Rocks. Straight away you can taste the difference. The difference, yeah. I'm not having as much of a... Oh, no. (laughs) No, there it goes. I was going to say, I wasn't getting much of a pop this time around. (laughs) Yeah. But it's got that sound of when you freshly pour soft drink out and the carbon dioxide bubbles pop off that that's a very strong cola flavor uh-huh that's nice yeah um because once the the popping kind of subsides you're left with even if you're not a cola flavor fan um it's kind of coating your tongue yeah, yeah. um which one out of the strawberry or cola, cola. is cola Cola? Yeah. Yeah. I think I prefer that over the strawberry. Strawberry is a little too subtle in flavour. Mm. 
But um, such a simple concept. Not sure how easy the uh, the process would be to make them yourself. <laughs> Leave that to the scientists. But um, we'll uh, take a short break. We'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Going head-to-head, let us know. Do you have a favourite flavour of Pop Rocks? Then after this, we'll return with our sweetest tune. Afternoon Delight, it is time for our sweetest tune, Max. We're talking pop rocks today on the show. Uh-huh. Seems like a good idea to have a tune that mentions that in the title, if not the song itself. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going with a song from Green Day. Now, this is an odd one. This particular tune comes from their album called International Super Hits, which is their first greatest hits album, which compiles all the singles that were released between 1994 and 2000 and this is a previously unreleased track pop rocks and coke and so it's the only tune on the entire album that hadn't actually been released at the time the um song is kind of an acoustic folk punk tune and um it's got a bit of everything in it if you're a Green Day fan the album itself has uh, all their other hits, Basket Case When I Come Around, Warning um, Minority, Waiting, Stuck With Me that sort of stuff, but uh, this one kind of sticks out as something a little bit different because uh, it's not been released previously on on any other album, it's a, a totally new track So let's take a listen to Pop Rocks and Coke from Green Day. This is our sweetest tune on Afternoon Delight. That is Pop Rocks and Coke on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune this week. Strangely, the uh, song doesn't have Pop Rocks in it as such, (laughs) but it... uh, comes from that myth we were talking about earlier of uh, mixing soft drink and pop rocks to try and blow up your stomach Uh we know that that's that's nothing that we would do uh, here on this show (laughs) Uh, now uh, before we take another break we're going to have a look at another pop rocks product this is a tutti frutti flavoured pop rocks but I want you to see what happens when you chew on these ones. So you'll you'll still should get the Pop Rock um, exclusive flavour. What do you notice is a bit different about these ones? They're a bit bigger. bit bigger. Less yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got a kind of pinky white tinge to them. I can smell them a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tutti Fruity smell. Yeah. Okay. Pop that down the hatch. We're going for the pop, pop, pop factor again. Now, don't swallow them. Chew them this time round. The other ones kind of melt on your tongue. What are these doing? Letting out the flavour. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a big, <laughs> big bang. Now, it's probably not much in a small handful of them. 
but what what do you notice about the residue of the um, the pop rocks as you chew them? They're softer. Softer. Anything else? They're sort of like a bubble gum. It is a bubble gum, yeah. <laughs> so as you chew on it, it forms into a, a bubble gum. Yeah. So if you were to probably have the whole packet, there would be enough to blow a bubble. <laughs> but um, just chewing on that little handful, you should have a tiny bit of chewing gum there. Mm-hmm. But how cool is that, that the bubble gum is uh, in tiny, tiny shards? Yeah, that's cool. And then as you uh, chew on them, they form together. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, Tutti Fruity flavoured magic gum pop rocks. Not sure that uh, there'd be enough gum to sustain the whole <laughs> bubblegum flavour. If you're looking specifically for a uh, a bubblegum. But uh, there you go. Uh, we'll be back after this short break with a recipe. <laughs> Afternoon, Delight. It is time for a recipe. What are we uh, looking at today, Max? Homemade Pop Rocks. So you can actually make these yourself. Yeah. Okay. What do we need? Two cups of sugar, one teaspoon of baking soda, quarter of a cup plus one teaspoon of citric acid, half a cup of light corn syrup, quarter of a cup of water, one teaspoon of flavouring extract. You can pick what flavour you want it to be. One to two drops of food colouring. You can pick what colour you want it to be again. And pinch of cornstarch. And that's basically to stop things from sticking together. Yeah. Okay, how do we make them? Lightly dust the back side of a baking sheet with cornstarch. Medium saucepan... Combine the sugar, corn syrup and water. Cook the mixture until it reaches 300 degrees. When measured with a candy thermometer, remove from heat and add the baking soda. Quarter of a cup of the citric acid extract and food colouring and stir to combine. Spread the mixture out onto the baking sheet. Sprinkle with teaspoon of citric acid and allow to cool completely. About 30 minutes. Break the candy into pieces and add it into a Ziploc bag. Using a rolling pin, crush the candy into little pieces so it resembles Pop Rocks. So you could technically make a pop rock slab (laughs) as opposed to having to break it up. But uh, the smaller it is, the more fun you have in your mouth (laughs) with the explosions (laughs) and the bubbles. That is a lot of citric acid, though. Mm -hmm. Um, A quarter of a cup. That's a lot of citric acid. You normally buy citric acid in those little tubs um, that, to me, would even be half a... I'm sorry, a quarter of a cup. So uh, be on the lookout for citric acid if you're wanting to try this recipe, as it does require quite a lot. 
But uh, we'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to make your very own Pop Rocks at home. We're almost out of time. We'll be back to uh, open up this week's Kinder Surprise and we'll take a look back at the Facebook page. On Afternoon Delight, time for us to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Max has got the uh, wrapping off down to the chocolate, which is fallen to bitzels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is inside the little yellow capsule? That looks like a leopard or something. Okay, we've got another animal. Handy pieces. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's some sort of big cat. Uh-huh. Got a spotted one, so yeah, possibly leopard, maybe cheetah. Although, I think, do cheetahs have solid spots and leopards not? Or the other way around, maybe? I don't know. But uh, very distinctive markings. Yeah. And I'm going to stop talking because you're trying to concentrate on uh, piecing together the um, the leopard cheetah cat thing. Uh, it looks a bit more complex than uh, than normal. Yeah. What's uh, what's the trick with it? You need to get it into the right spot. To it's put a the balancing act. Yeah. Because you've attached the uh, kind of the front legs, and now the hindquarters need to attach to the the main body part. And they're just not quite snapping together. There we go. All finished. And you move the tail up and down and his mouth opens and shuts. Yeah. Okay, well, a quick flick through the Afternoon Delight Facebook page from last week when we were looking at uh, roll-ups. We had uh, some fans of the idea of the frozen roll-up. Um, no, (laughs) No one was a fan so far of the Zupa Dupa milks. Um... There are raspberry, pineapple, or bubblegum flavours out in the big wide world, but, uh, yeah, no one's said that uh, they're doing well. Sorry, Big M, the, <laughs> the partnership possibly hasn't worked out this time. But uh, also up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, if you're looking to trick or treat um, this afternoon and evening, uh, we've got a link there to the Trick or Treat Me website, which... Um, People can put in their postcode and see uh, all the different places that you can visit to go trick-or-treating or check out the displays and stuff like that. So uh, hope you've uh, enjoyed our Halloween weekend Pop Rock edition. Uh-huh. We'll be back next week, all things going well, to do it again and hope you can join us. And as always, if you'd like to uh, suggest any topics for future episodes or uh, send me feedback and information, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au. But for now, goodbye for me. Catch you later, Max. Yeah, see ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything